is not bombs, disorder, or chaos. It is not robbery or murder. It is not a war of each against all. Anarchism is the very opposite of all that. Find out for yourself. Tune into Subversion 1312. Live, Tuesdays, 9 to 10 p.m. On 4ZZZ 102.1 FM or streaming, 4ZZZ.org.au. Podcasts and related content available at subversion1312.org. And... ChannelZeroNetwork.com Conclusion We stand for anarchy, anti-capitalism, anti-racism, anti-authoritarianism, internationalism, autonomy, direct democracy, ecology, self-organisation, solidarity, anti-fascism, anti-neoliberalism, anti-nationalism, atheism, equality and freedom. Shot at time to get chased by the police and arrested. Niggas need a spot where we can kick it. A spot where we belong. That's just for us. Niggas ain't gotta get all dressed up and be Hollywood. Nah, I mean, where the niggas go when we die? Ain't no heaven for a thug, nigga. That's why we go to Thug Mansion. That's the only place where thugs get in free and you gotta be G. At Thug Mansion. A place to spend my quiet nights Time to unwind So much pressure in this life of mine I cried times I once contemplated suicide And would have tried But when I held that now All I could see was my mama's eyes No one knows my struggle They only see the trouble Not knowing it's hard to carry on When no one loves you Picture me inside the misery of poverty No man alive has ever witnessed struggles I survived Praying hard for better days Promise to hold on Me and my dogs ain't have a choice But to roll on We found a finally spot to kick it Where we could Drink liquor and know what bickers over trick shit. A spot where we can smoke in peace. And even though we G's, we still visualize places that we can roll in peace. And in my mind's eye, I see this place the players going past. I got a spot for us all so we can ball at Thugs Magic. Every corner, every city, there's a place where life's a little easy. Little Tennessee, big back and cool. Every hour, cause it's so good. We all stress from the world outside. Every wrong done to be Go. Nothing but peace. I wanna go. It's I wanna passion. go. Every a, a place where death doesn't reside. Just thugs who collide, not the start beat. For spark trees, no cops rolling by, no policemen, no homicide, no chalk in the streets, no reason for nobody's mama to cry. See, I'm a good guy. I'm trying to stick around for my daughter. But if I should die, I know all of my albums support her. This whole year's been crazy. Ask the Holy Spirit to save me. Only difference from me and Ozzy Davis, gray hair maybe. Cause I feel like my eyes saw too much suffering. I'm just 20 some odd years. I done lost my mother and I cried tears of joy. I know she smiles on a boy. I dream of you more. My love goes to a fever. Cause like Ann Jones, she raised the ghetto king in a war And just for that alone, she shouldn't feel no pain no more Cause one day we'll all be together Sipping heavenly champagne with angels saw With golden rings and thugs, man Every city, there's a place where life's a little easy Little Tennessee, we back and cool Every hour, cause it's so good We all stress from the world outside Every wrong done will be Nothing but peace, love, and street passion. Every girl needs a love. Dear mama, don't 
cry, your baby boy's doing good. Tell the homies I'm in heaven and they ain't got hoods. Seen a show with Marvin Gaye last night. It had me shook, dripping peppermint schnapps with Jackie Wilson and Sam Cooke. Then some lady named Billie Holiday sang, sitting there kicking it with Malcolm till the day came. Little Natasha show grown, tell the lady in the liquor store that she's forgiven. So come home, maybe in time you'll understand. Only God can save us when Miles Davis cutting loose with the band. Just think all the people that you knew in the past that passed on. They in heaven found peace that lasts. Picture a place that they exist together. There has to be a place better than this in heaven. So right before I sleep, dear God, what I'm asking. Remember this face, save me a place in Thug's Mansion. There's a place where lots of movies Thugs mess We're back in cool Every hour Cause it's all good We all stress from the world outside Every wrong done will be alright Nothing but peace, love Street passion Every girl is a blood mansion Good evening. Welcome to Subversion 1312, the 4ZZZ Anarchy Show. My name is Linda, and tonight I'm very lucky to be joined by the members of Vomit Cabaret. And Bernadette and Joanna are here. And Colin's here, but. Hi, Joanna. We neglected to. Uh, to Get Colin a microphone, which, which can be that problem can be solved very easily by shuffling some people around. Claude's here as well. Happy Claude dog. Claude of Wonder Dog, the this fantastic week. assistance dog, Andre Bide. So now this week we're going to be hearing a play by Bernadette called "The True Story of Karl Marx." And actually, Bernadette, I want to learn something tonight. About Karl Marx, I don't like. Uh, I, I hesitate to say it, but yeah, I don't know a lot about Karl Marx. So, yeah, I better learn something about Karl Marx t- tonight. Yes, well, uh, I think anarchists have always been fascinated by um, the fact that Karl Marx had a relationship with his serving maid, and yet uh, there seems to also be uh, the fact that many anarchists have Jenny Marx on a pedestal. And I think this was a real example of polygamy. That they were probably all quite happy together and that they resolved their situation. Is there anything... I I wanted to learn about the politics of Karl Marx. (laughs) Is that going to happen? I think we're getting behind the scenes of the man who was Uh, the mind. The the politics isn't perfect. Uh, This is a a satire that was developed from a movie called The Young Karl Marx, uh, which came out in German, so not so many English speakers... uh, encountered it but it was a romanticised Karl Marx rather than I'm sure some of these other people could see some flaws in my uh, analysis please <laughs> please ring in and we know you care <laughs> so let's just say that, that Gerald Keeney got uh, upset about this or well he got upset to say. for that because he loved Jenny Marx so much that he couldn't cope with 
Carl cheating on Jenny, even mm. though he believed in polygamy. So that, that's where it's an anarchist dilemma. <laughs> yeah. But I think it, I think it was okay because each Jenny had a certain role, and she, she and Engels and Marx, collectively were the phenomena of Marx, and uh, Lynchin was the practical person in in the uh, household. Yeah, and kept them all together. Okay, so um, that's interesting that that Karl Marx is, of course, the one that gets all the everyone knows no, yeah, everyone knows Karl, Karl Marx. But uh, yeah, the woman, of course, doesn't get the the acknowledgement that perhaps it seems she should have. I reckon we should go to a song and then we'll we'll come back and start the play. We're going to hear a new one from Anti-Flag. It's called The Disease. We are the fire in the attic. We are the voices in the static. You have a sickness and we are the disease that brings you to your knees. Misery loves the company.
That is a new track there by Anti Flag, and I actually really like that. I think that that's a bit epic. That's one. I thought it was awesome, Linda. So now we're going to be hearing the true story of Karl Marx, and uh, we'll just get ready because I actually have the opening. I have the opening line, yes? Go, Linda. <laughs> <laughs> I've been practicing this all, all day. <laughs> we haven't got any food, Carl. So let's just improvise. Here's some money for dinner. Now go down to the markets and get yourself some food for the rest of the week. Why, thank you, Engels, for helping me get rid of that old bag of my back. And while you're there... Remember to get me some porter and some for Engels. He'll be drinking too. Oh, yes, I forgot to give you our grog money. Do you want me to come along and carry your bags? Engels, Engels, Jenny is my wife. I don't want you spoiling her. Besides, you have to stay here and talk to me about my upcoming military article for the New York Times. I've never been in the army. Ah, oh, Marx. You mean you want me to help you write it? No, Engels. I want you to write write it this week in your lunchtime at the factory at Manchester. Today we can keep working on Das Kapital. The best way to help Jenny is to help me. I am the breadwinner and I bring in the household income. But why then is Jenny always getting loans from her parents? I get from loans from my parents as well. But Jenny is an aristocrat. Aristocrat. She's not used to dragging heavy cartons up and down the stairs. She is now. It's her proletariat training. Down with the aristocrats and up with the workers. But Marx, can't you remember what it was like in the old days? When you and I first got together... Of, of course, Engels. How could I forget the faithful day in the pub? Have you ever explained to her what happened when we both disappeared together to a hotel for ten days? Of course not. Well, I remember what you told me about Jenny von Westhaplen. You called her your prize, your equal. Westphalen. Westphalen, Angles. Oh. <laughs> it was a long time ago, uh, Angles, and all that is important is that you still think I'm a genius and that we write us capital together whenever we can. Jenny is a lady. She shouldn't be living in such conditions. Bourgeois sentiments, Angles. I certainly have humiliated her industrialist father. <laughs> As I have mine. He wonders where all the money goes. But what about Jenny? You should give her her writing. I remember she once had a budding literary career. She has now. She has mine. And so do you. The Marx brothers and their sister will be remembered for all time. Ah, yes, Marx. Philosophers don't just judge the world. They change it. You're an industrialist, Engels. Tell me about what good you have done in the world. And look at your mistress, Mary Burns. You had a perfectly good young proletarian woman. And 
Look what you've done to her. Well, I'm sad that I haven't made an honest woman of her. But in this society, that would be impossible. I suppose I should have married her. No, I didn't mean that. I mean, you've spoiled her. She wasn't so uppity before you bought her that house. What's wrong with that? I took her out of poverty and servitude. But she couldn't have lived at my house. But there she is living in her own house. Meanwhile, Max is living in a two-bedroom flat. Jenny arrives back with a heavy burden. So that was Act One of the play The True Story of Karl Marx. I'm going to hear a song now by the Namshub and the High Freaks. It's called I Want to Be Free.
tonight. We are hearing the radio play, the true story of Karl Marx. And uh, so far, the scene has been set that Jenny Marx, Karl Marx's wife, has gone to buy some groceries and Engels and Marx are discussing... Das Kapital and the Communist Manifesto. But uh, we've cut a little bit and um, we now have Lenchen entering the discussion between Marx and Engels. And who was Lenchen? Well, Lenchen, Lenchen was the maid of Karl Marx and Jenny Marx. And uh, according to the story, she was picked up uh, in their travels in Germany uh, when she was a very young girl. So some people have said, no, Marx exploited Lenchen. Um, so, you know, if I have a bit of a go at Marx over that brother, <laughs> I'm not, I haven't been the first one. Uh, but... The more I explored uh, the relationship, the more I realised that Lynchin had a, a lot to offer both Marx and Jenny, and that could explain why they all stayed together. And the only real tragedy of the story was uh, what happened to Freddie. Uh, he committed suicide when he discovered that Karl Marx was his father. Um, but not... All of the Marx children had very, very tragic lives. Uh, they picked bad partners, and, um, and and that I guess is another story. But yeah, yeah. So Marx are in this time. Yeah, Marx's life was a tragedy. Yeah. Um, you know, this is a light-hearted Complicated. view. Yes, <laughs> but you know, if he didn't go through what he went through, maybe he wouldn't have been able to. Um, understand the proletariat yeah. as well as he did. Yeah, and explore these ideas. Right, here we are back again. Enter Lenchen the maid. She starts dusting furiously with her belly to the wall, as if she's trying to hide it. She looks like she's pregnant. Marx and Engels busy themselves at the table with some writing. So, where did you find all this fascinating research? Down at the National Library, of course. And where do you find all the data for the... Oh, what's that word? The proletariat. Prolet oh, yeah, I'm just a fumble with my words lately. <laughs> well, I have to fudge some of it. Uh, but uh, don't all philosophers. I'm down at the library all day and then I write up everything I can remember by scribbling furiously all night and getting a few fitful hours of sleep before the children wake up. The noisy sounds of the children playing is heard in the background. And what about Jenny? Uh, forget Jenny. We have some more important things to think about. Women are the property of the community. As long as she keeps the kids quiet uh, so I can get on with my writing. Jenny, can you tell the kids to shut up? Jenny! <laughs> yes, dear. Yes, dear, I'm trying. Tell me when you're finished with the maid so I can come back outside and get to work on the manuscript transcription. 
Sorry, Jenny. You know that Lenchin has some important cleaning duties to attend to in my room. Besides, I'm working with angles at the moment. Lynchin, say those words I want you to say. The people, the struggle, the revolution. One day, the working class will rise up against their bourgeois masters. That's great, Lynchin. Let's use it, Engels. The pro- proletariat will one day rise up instead of their masters rising up against them. That's enough, Lenchin, you uppity maid. Be careful what you say with angles around or I'll throw you out onto the street. You'll certainly know what it means to be with the lumpen proletariat rather than a pampered member of the servant class. <coughs> Excuse me, Mark. You're getting distracted by your domestic affairs. No, 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 no. I'm getting inspired. For many centuries, the ruling class have subjugated their servile workers, but this time of subjugation will soon be over. The truth of their abuses will be exposed to the community. A new social experiment has begun. It certainly has, and one day we will be studied by the bourgeois capitalists and all the notes you have dictated from the mouth of the sullen serving maid. A bit of a giggle, don't you think? I don't think so, Engels. I'm afraid she may be deadly serious. Well, that's enough work for today. We don't want to get luncheon all stirred up. I wonder what's happened to that gorgeous working-class mistress of mine. I'm sure she's had enough of sitting in that squalid back room by now. And I'm sure that Jenny feels the same. Can we take her out to dinner? Jenny can go out to dinner with you and Mary as long as you make sure that she distributes that pile of pamphlets on her way home. The maid turns her back away from Mary and Jenny as they both walk back in. So now the change of scene, act? Yes. Okay. It's half past nine here on 4ZZZ102. Point one FM. We're going to hear it from the songs of Tom Smith. Camp it up, cowboy. Tom Smith was going to come in tonight, but he unfortunately couldn't make it. Hopefully, he's coming next week. And also coming up is Hopefully. is coming up is the the album launch of the Whoopie Doo Crew, which is a, a a group that Tom works with. And Colin, you're in there as well. I certainly am, Linda. I have a song written about me, my darling. And and you sing as well, yes? I do indeed, my so darling. So that's I coming up indeed. in the future on Subversion 1312. Look forward to that.
and drank and made sure it was known a man is rough and ready as he is coarse I could sit around and smoke being on jokes to me it all just felt a little Together better than a well-made gun A Swiss watch, maybe, or a woman If you must Let's compare pistols on my barrel Which whistle Press my trigger, let's blow up in the dust Version 1312, the Anarchy Show for Triple Z 102.1 FM. That was Tom Smith, the songs of Tom Smith, and Camp It Up Cowboy. Members of Cabaret are here, and uh, we're doing the play, The True Story of Karl Marx, which is looking behind the scenes uh, of the writer. And uh, yeah, shall we start again? Yes, yes. Uh, so we got to the juicy part where Lenchen has to tell Karl Marx that she's pregnant. Please, darling, I'm almost there. Forget it, Marx. We have to talk. Talk? But we have nothing to say to each other. I talk to Jenny. I don't talk to you. What would I have to say to you? After all, you have no education. You took me from the streets when I was eight. Whose fault is that? Well, Jenny needed someone to help her with the children, the household financing, and, of course, with the cleaning. Only so she could do more copywriting for you. Somebody had to do it. I can't afford copywriters, and Jenny had a good education. She's no good at cooking and cleaning, though. Or carrying water up and downstairs. 
I never expected you to do that for me. You're a dirty old man, Karl Marx. Don't try and make me feel guilty. <sighs> Please, darling, let's get practical. What are we going to do when it's time to have the baby? I'm going to keep it, of course. Well, you can't do that. Why not? Because you're my maid and I'm married. The conventional thing would be to give the baby to an orphanage. No, no, no. The baby is your son. He will be Karl Marx Jr. I think we'd be better off calling him Freddy. Freddy could live here with you, other with your other children. Your wife is pregnant. You could just pretend you had twins. You can't tell Jenny. She must never know. We all live together in two rooms. What happens when my time is due? Have it downstairs in the laundromat and pretend uh, pretend you just found it so we can give it away easily. Oh, my God, it's starting to happen. I'm going into labour. Well, get down to the laundromat now. I cannot, Marks. It hurts too much. I need some help. You better get go get Jenny. No, 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 no. Jenny will be home soon. What's the trouble? I was down in the laundromat picking up the washing when I heard some screaming. Marks, you haven't been beating the maid again. No, the maid has just beat me. What are you saying? Is Lenten all right? Go in and have a look if you must. Go downstairs and fetch me a bucket of boiling water. You mean me? Well, you're going to have to because Lenten is having a baby. Shouldn't the father of the baby fetch the water? Lenten hasn't been out of either of our sights since she was eight years old. I think you're the father. Can't you at least wait until the baby is born before you condemn me? It might just look like angles. Stop trying to lie to me, Mark. <laughs> We've been living together in these two rooms and I remember how different Lenchen looked when I came back from holidays and how guilty you look. Go get the water, Marks. I need to attend to Lenchen. She does our finances. Here, Marks. Here is your baby son. Lenchen said to call it Freddy. No, no, no. I don't want to touch it. I might get attached to it. Get it straight down to the orphanage straight away. Not yet. It needs to be nursed. And she can nurse made my baby while she's at it. And if we take it to the orphanage, we can't guarantee she gets visiting rights. Who cares about that? Okay, Max. Have it your way. But our life together is over. I need Lenchen to help me have my baby. I don't want her to get depressed. Lenchen emerges and Jenny hands over the baby to her. Both women are beaming. From now on, in Marks, in Marks, we're doing things our way. We'll obey your wishes and adopt out the baby in a year or so. But we'll do it with a nice social family in our inner social circle so the baby can be visited every day. Get in there, Marks, and clean up all the dirty linen and take it down to the laundry mat. Bury it if you have to. Just get rid of it. 
do what? From now on in, we're doing things our way, get it? You can still go down to the National Library every day, but you do our chores as soon as you get home. Hey, but what about Das Kapital? Well, I'm going to write it. Engels doesn't care who writes it as long as someone does. And I'm going to keep helping. Oh, I'm sick. I'm sick. What will happen to both of you if I die? Okay, Marx. You win. Back to writing. My carbuncles, my carbuncles. The bourgeoisie will have cause to remember my carbuncles. The proletarian revolution has begun. And that's the end of the play, The True Story of Karl Marx. The women were about to take over, which they should, but then they backed down. Well, Jenny did do a lot of work uh, on Das Kapital and so did Engels. Uh, But, of course, Marx is the recognised author of Das Kapital. And who do we we talk about? We talk about Marx and Engels. We don't talk about Karl and Jenny. And um, maybe it's time for us to have a think about their relationship um, because uh, Karl Marx became famous writing beautiful uh, poetry to his young love, um, Jenny Westphalen but uh, as soon as she was his wife she was having to uh, assist him with his intellectual uh, ideas and I think that's a trap that a lot of women can get involved in in, in that they don't pursue their own uh, ideas they they end up helping and um, Lynch spent her whole life um helping Marx and um, Jenny because they weren't practical people and I think that's something that's very important when you think about communism is it's a it's a practical philosophy and maybe we've never really heard her voice in the whole story either so Jenny at the end Jenny said I'm going to write it but then she backed down and said and let Carl do it well, yes, because uh, Karl Marx nearly died uh, at one stage because... Uh, I, I was Jenny and I was like, you can die, yes. I don't care. Yeah, she didn't really care, but, uh, well, basically he, he, she, she was winning and uh, then he got really sick and then she had to say, do things Karl's way to help to... Um, him Just, to recover so that because basically without Karl Marx they would have the whole um, brand would have been gone yeah. it's See a good way of seeing of it, it. All through, yeah. okay well we might go to a song now and then come back and talk a little bit more about Karl Marx and do a few bad cop and no mm. donuts yep. stories. Oh, just, just one one more thing. At that stage, it would have been difficult for Jenny to have got recogni- recognised um, for her contribution without Karl Marx because we're talking about the 19th century. Yeah, I noticed, and that's, that's actually something I want to talk about now. I've got a song now, it's called I'm a Better Manicist Than You, and although Karl Marx wasn't an anarchist, he sounded like he was actually a bit a bit of a, a manicist actually, yeah. 
I don't check my privilege, I think that's fucking gay I just wanted bricks of windows while screaming fuck the state I like to tell racist jokes and make fun of the queers I'm not about to stop cause I've been doing this for years I think it's okay cause my grandpa was a Jew I'm a better Americanist than you I scope out women or just their tits and ass And I think that all oppression is limited to class Now I'm explain to anyone who thinks I may be wrong Because they all should know that I knew better all along All you butthurt women, you just haven't got a clue I'm a better man or guess than you I talk too much at meetings, I always jump the stack And I shut down other people who try to hold me back All your whining about oppression, I think it is a bore Because I've read Bakunin, my opinions matter more I think you're so divisive with your gender points of view I'm a better manarchist than you I don't believe in sexism except the other way Cause I've always fought misandry since I became an MRA I fucking hate feminazis who want to fuck with us But I feel so much better since I joined Anonymous I think that matriarchy is a threat to me and you I'm a better manarchist than you I'm a better manarchist than you This is Anna from Ipswich 161 supporting Triple Z and Subversion 1312 Radio in particular. Um, support local radio, support independent radio and independent media, support those who support you. Change the news. 
color people's thoughts, change their worldviews. A microphone sire, build an empire. Zenatists will rise off the words of desire. Go higher, higher, pound for pound, raise your fist. The roots from Jamaican bloodline connects. From Guam to the Philippines, Fiji to the South Seas. Papua New Guinea, my one talks, we want Power to the movement in Brazil. Canadian powwow, the movement is real. I can see it in your eyes, a warrior's pride. The music be the power that will make the people rise. Watch the many nations stand and unify. The universal virtues one personified. And the horns go. When music is freedom, I give life on gold. In the book of the teachers, a new story is The mind. Let the rhythm take control. Two time for the pride. Hear them dancing through the streets, yeah. One time for your mind. Let the music free your soul. Two time for your pride. Let the music free your soul. Subversion 1312, the Aniki Show. We are just uh, wrapping up the radio play, which was the true story of Karl Marx. And quickly, before we get on to Badcock, Beth. <laughs> that was the she best was. Freudian slip ever. <laughs> bad cock. Bad cock. Bad cock. Anyway, so. Bernadette, I just want, I think it's worth noting, you sort of mentioned it, that like, uh, it's, it's, it's the moral zeitgeist is that like these days anyone into Marx wouldn't be sexist or racist or even, you know, be into having maids or whatever. But like back when Marx was around, it was acceptable to, and his behavior towards Jenny and towards women was kind of yeah part of the norm yeah and i think that that's my exploration of marx um or how i saw marx in a different way was that i realized that he and Engels are kind of working in in blind really because they're trying to formulate formulate an idea for the future and uh it a bit like um you know, like our, our next generation might think that, uh, you know, we're reactionaries or, or whatever and, and look at the way we live and, and think that, you know, we don't we didn't care about the environment or something. So that's that's part of the, the dialectic um, because Marx truly did put um, history on its head and uh, you've got to respect the ideas and that's why we talk about him in as a genius versus just as a man and that's why i think that um i I like to think of him now as three people Uh, whereas in the past i only thought of him as one so and yeah like these days jenny might have been the one that that gets 
more credit, but in those days, she, she, they, that was sort of her role. She she wasn't able to, to support, be the main the main person. Well, she was just about in the German royal family. She gave up an incredible amount uh, to be with Karl Marx. She basically turned herself into a refugee and um, she would have probably had more voice as um, Jenny Westphalen had she never married um, than she did as the wife of Karl Marx, which is an amazing thing to think of in today's context. We're going to do bad cop and no donut now. Okay, do's and doodasses, let's do it. In 2012, Jason Albany, a 14-year veteran of the NYPD, was convicted of planting crack on a, an innocent couple uh, but avoided jail. I can't look my, at myself in the mirror Can anymore. you hear we've got the little tiny violin going now? Yeah. yeah. Set of crying, Albany. Oh. The Daily News reports, my oath went down the window. My pride went out the window. Oh. Before announcing the verdict, Justice, Justice Rishbrook uh, scolded the department for what he described as a widespread culture of corruption epidemic and its drug units. A police officer in Victoria's <coughs> Latrobe Valley, east of Melbourne, has been convicted of punching a prisoner in the head multiple times in an attack that was caught on camera. Senior Constable Dallas Howell was found guilty of assault in March 2019 but appealed against the conviction. Security footage from inside the cell shows Howell assaulting prisoner Daniel Hornsby. Howell's lawyer said says the conviction meant it was unlikely Howell would be able to return to the police force. Oh, and, and uh, another sad face. A popular result is happening in Chile, and uh, there's a video. There was a video on Facebook of the protesters <coughs> in Chile expelling police repressions with stones, iron bars, and cock mol- Molotov, and. They don't say Molotov, it's V-Y-A-C-H-E-S-L-A-V cocktails. Similar to Molotov cocktails. I would think, yeah. So, yes, and it's quite a, it's quite a good video, actually. Uh, let's talk a little about revolution, but let's do it. Let others take care to develop the theory the principles of the social revolution, and we are proud to apply them widely and perform them in acts, is uh, the text from Chilean protesters from the 25th of the 1st, 2020. In Phoenix, Arizona, the family of a 19-year-old black 
black teen who was shot by police with a rubber bullet in the chest and tackled to the ground is demanding the officers be immediately fired. Dion Humphrey has a development disability and is a, a sickle cell patient. He was attacked by police on January the 10th when the officers allegedly confused him for his older half-brother who had an arrest warrant. The officers shot him with a rubber bullet, tackled him, stepped on Humphrey's back, um, denied him medical attention, and interrogated him for seven hours. Not cool. There we go. There's... uh, Facebook page group called Bad Cop No Donut, which is a group by Subversion One Three One Two. You which betcha. Is our Facebook page, and uh, there's also a Facebook page called Police Pass in so-called Australia, which I'm involved with. Now, before we go, I have to mention that the Channel Zero podcast network. Yes. The Channel Zero Network is doing a fundraiser. So we're, we're doing a fundraiser for uh, to cover our operational costs for 2020. So there's web hosting and development and printed materials, etc. And it's on GoFundMe. So you can go to GoFundMe. Channel Zero Network, and there's a cool little video that Submedia put together to promote that as well. So check out channelzeronetwork.com. Check out Subversion 1312 online. Subversion1312.org Facebook.com forward slash Sub Anarchy Show On Twitter, Anarchy underscore show and on the 4ZZZ website for zzz.org.au think that violence can be even even applied to the natural environment because we rely upon the natural environment for our survival. But inanimate objects, especially those that are man-made and used to destroy life, 
I don't think you can be violent too. I think it's a lot of times more violent to allow them to exist. begin now. is a show produced about anarchist ideas and practice across so-called Canada. Every week we spend about an hour going in-depth about ideas, histories, and ongoing struggles that we think are important. We're a part of the Channel Zero Anarchist Podcast Network. You can check it all out at fromembers.libsyn.com. academics regret kicking out such a genius deciding to build my lab and do my research the time talks podcast have you ever stared at a 500 page book and wish you could just talk to the author about their ideas instead if so the time talks podcast part of the channel zero network is for you where we discuss history politics music and art with an anti-authoritarian and anarchist perspective the time talks podcast What's this light? I feel different. The Time Talks Podcast. <laughs> 